Hi guys, this is Una here from uok.com.au and remember to subscribe and follow and all of those things so you uh, will receive the latest episode. Um, today I have with me a mate. I'm Darren, I'm Una's mate. Yes. Friend. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, mate, that's yeah. Australian, isn't it? Yeah, it's Australian. It's yeah. Australian for friend. Many people define themselves by the job. But who is Darren? If you take the job out of it, yeah. who are you? I don't think I define myself by my job anyway, because I, I, I think I've, I have more than I have more than one. Right. Well, <laughs> well, more than one job. What, I yeah, identity, identity, of course, right? You yeah. can, I think we all lead a few multiple lives, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Um, I am. Uh, well, yes, I'm Darren. Um, you know, it's kind of. Uh, it's just a name, I suppose. Yes. But, um, you know, I do many things. I'm a father and a husband and mm -hmm. a geologist and a erstwhile ukulele player and a scholar and mm. uh, a traveller. Mm -hmm. um, I believe in social justice, peace, mm -hmm. um, science. Mm -hmm. uh, science is the thing to cure all. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not superstitious. Mm -hmm. I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in God. Mm -hmm. um, I Just science. Don't, don't believe in anything that is supernatural, but also not saying that science has proven everything yet either. Mm -hmm. So there are mm -hmm. some things that are yet to be fully explained and proven mm -hmm. by science. And there's some great mysteries mm -hmm. uh, that are still yet to be solved. What about your personality? Um, well, of course, I'm intelligent, bright, witty and funny like everybody else. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yes. Do you have any quirks or anything? Um, well, yes, I think those that know me know that I've got a few quirks. <laughs> okay, like what? Can you? Um, I don't suffer fools particularly well. Um, you don't what? Suffer fools particularly well. I, um, I tend to um, react quite spontaneously mm. uh, to many events. Mm -hmm. I like working hard, I like being busy. Relaxing is something that doesn't come naturally, has to be forced. Okay. Um, so, yes, busy life is a good one. Like with the ukulele, that's not forced. That just comes naturally. Well, the ukulele is actually part of me forcing myself to relax and slow down a bit, even though I play it pretty voraciously when yeah, I'm you going, do. right? So, yeah. uh, but that's all part of the trying to find a moment of mindfulness. Ah, that's good. How is it being, Darren? It's pretty good. I think that, you know, there's always a few things that we'd like to improve about ourselves, but I think as a, uh, as overall, I am quite happy. I'm quite happy with how the last three or four years have, have gone for me. You were uh, studying, weren't you? I've been studying, yes, uh, as well as working, um, yeah. as well as being a father and a husband and all those other things. I've been cooking more and uh, a bit of yuking and stuff. So, um, yeah, I think that I've become more multidimensional than what I was mm -hmm. before, and that's what the that's good. scholarship aspect has enabled me to do. Mm -hmm. um, like my PhD. Um, so... But again, you know, I'm not one to sort of sit back and and absorb those things. It's mm. about it's about uh, driven and purposeful activity. 
What do you mean Bills. by that? Well, I did my PhD in under three years, right? Yeah. Which is which is not. Um, How long is it supposed to be taking? Well, it's normally three years, but many people take five or, or wow. ten. Um, uh, but everything came together pretty quickly for me, so I managed to push it out uh, fairly quickly. Um, sometimes it's best to sort of savour it and, and enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. And there was a few chapters when I was writing it that I did that that I thoroughly enjoyed that entered some of the more philosophical concepts of my. Of my uh, of my research, mm-hmm. uh, they were the hardest ones to write and the the ones that, that garnered the most critique. Um, I must say, but but you're getting success out of your and uh, writing, aren't you? Now in the future, it's gonna become well, well. Yes, maybe. I mean, you know, I've published a few papers um, from my PhD already, and yeah. there's been some conversations about it being turned into a book. Um, that remains to be seen. Got to find some time for that. Yeah. Uh, maybe some kind of uh, media project associated with it. Yeah. Some discussions I've had some with some guys in Melbourne. Yeah. But that's all a little bit up in the air. I really feel that I uh, that I've achieved what I wanted to achieve, which was completing a body of work that was an in-depth research and not something that was just over weeks or months, but something that did occur over years. But, so I, I think. And you did it just because you wanted to, not. I didn't do it for anything vocational. It's you know I already had a career before I entered doing a research. Yeah. I did a PhD in history, so um, and I already had a career, and I knew that even if I wanted to to develop a career in history yeah. or the study of history or um, teaching or any of those kind of things, they would be a step back from a salary perspective compared to what I was doing. So yeah. I didn't do it out of any other reason other than really than intellectual gain. Uh, which is quite indulgent. It's quite selfish yeah, thing to do. Did right? even that and plus everything else didn't it be overwhelming? Did you not feel at one point in these three years like, what have I done? Um, did you enjoy the? Uh, well, yes, I enjoyed it. Absolutely, I enjoyed it, and I still continue to enjoy thinking about how I I take what I learned and and um, the scholarly pursuits further and try and maintain my connections with the university. Mm. going forward um, so yes absolutely I enjoyed it um, I how, I want, how did you manage all of it well I was sort of working semi full time as well really with, yeah. um, but and I kids had what, how many flexible. boys do you have I've got three boys yeah, yeah who are uh, 16, 14 and 12 yeah. uh, so they uh, lead fairly busy lives and Lee my wife works um, also so she needs the appropriate support so you did that family work studies ukulele and (laughs) yeah as well I'm fortunate with my work that I do get to travel a little bit and um, one of the things I never thought I'd enjoy is the is the is uh, a and it's it's not entirely always the case but is is traveling alone can be quite um, uh, quite a gratifying experience so if I'm in some uh, far from place and I can find a bit of time in the evening on my own mm. where you have complete silence mm-hmm. uh, having three boys in the house there's not a lot of silence yeah. going around so um, having a bit of time in an evening and that's where I did most of my writing on my PhD was when I was um, away from home when there was silence oh. surrounding me where so you can really focus work after, out yeah after doing a sort of a full day's work for some of my clients or the companies that I work with. Mm. Uh, so that was in places like Fiji or, or central New South Wales. Um, 
yeah, those sort of locations. Did you imagine that you would have a life like this? Like going around the world and doing... Yeah, it seems like you just your life is... Um, uh, yeah, I well, you know, I've I I my family moved from the UK to New Zealand when I was sixteen. Um, outward looking is something that uh, my parents, whilst we didn't have a lot of money to travel when I was a child, it was something that my parents um, uh, passed upon myself and my brother and sister um, to look beyond your immediate environment. Mm. Um, you know, I first studied geology because I loved geology and I loved the rocks and I loved the science of geology. I never thought really that it was a vocational mm. career. Um, it would just be an amazing bonus if someone paid me to do it. Oh, wow. And the thing about rocks is that uh, they speak the same language no matter where they are in the world. Mm. Right? So you can get comparisons between um, rocks in North America and Mexico and Australia and But you haven't Africa. gone to Iceland. Uh, I haven't been to Iceland. <laughs> it's made up of a lot of basalt, I believe, um, and some quite interesting tectonics. Um, as it stands astride uh, the continent on the, the oceanic plate boundary there. So, uh, maybe one day. Maybe one day, yes. Yeah. It does look fascinating, for sure. So we have your art piece here. Well, I don't think we really call it art, Una. It looks I great. I love how you've drawn yourself, I, I presume. Y yes. With the hat. I'll have to say, Darren, when I met you the first time, I didn't think that you were so educated and a scientist and you didn't come out like that. And then I got to know you and I'm like, you blew my mind with your, how smart you are. <laughs> well, uh, uh, yes, uh, I think it's 99% uh, perspiration and 1% inspiration that that drives that, mm. uh, to quote Thomas Edison. Um, yeah, but art is not really, drawing is not really <laughs> my it thing. It good though. Yeah. So you have a, a ukulele, of course. Uh, and yes, of course. And I did try to draw myself older, but everyone always thinks I'm older than what I am. And <laughs> so I guess that in this, this here, I'm trying to show... You myself look. in the future as as a older and maybe wiser Dis person. Is it distinguished? What's the word? Distinguished? Distinguished? Is yeah. that what we're looking for? I don't know whether or not distinguished is really my thing either. I'm probably a little bit rough around the edges, really, more than anything. Um, and who is it beside you? Well, of course, that's Lee, uh, of course, and she has a cup of tea and the crossword. Uh, love but, hearts. But we were, um, yeah, and they're sort of off pointing towards our boys who are off doing their things um, mm. as they grow up. But this is the thought about growing old together. But we're, you know, we're not standing still there. We're, we're walking, right? Yeah. So it's, um, you know, I hope that as the boys leave home and go off and find their place in the world, that Lee and I can find some more time to travel mm -hmm. together. So hence uh, the. We've got the Taj Mahal there. Yeah, I'd love to go back to India. Lee and I have both been to India, but not together. So I'd love to go and spend some time in India. Um, and we've always sort of joked about a year in New York, a winter and a summer. Mm. Uh, and that's what the buildings are there. But I've put the boys on those buildings too, as well as in climbing the mountains. Cool. Or, you know, metaphorical mountain climbers uh, rather than actual ones. But mm -hmm. as they head off into their, into their 
into their world. And what is uh, more studies or? Um, well, yes, I think um, if you stop learning, you die, right? So mm. it's important to always to absorb new knowledge. Yeah. Um, I've got a little light bulb above my head with the hope that I continue to have good ideas. Yeah. Or ideas. Mm -hmm. Not all of them are good. Most of them aren't. But it's, you have to continue to have ideas mm -hmm. um, on that. So, yeah, books and study and writing and, and work and geology and all those things and history, they all come into play. And this is uh, what? Well, that, that country. Yes. Well, there's some mountains. Um, you know, this is these are the, the mountains of New Zealand, which I love deeply, and I lived in New Zealand for a long time. And uh, Lee is from New Zealand, uh, but really, um, is it a place that we'll ever live again? I'm not really too sure on that. Mm. Um, is it a place where we really want to live again? I'm not too sure on that, but I do love it. And so the mountains are there to represent some geology for the start, but. Uh, What's important, you know, geology is a science of things that move extremely slowly. Um, but the river, uh, I love rivers. I love the way that they, they move day and night. They move when nobody's watching them. Yeah. And uh, more so... More so than the life. More so than the sea. The sea sort of, to me, is just always there. Yeah. Whereas a river uh, is trying to get somewhere. It's yeah. is, is on a destination and I am more about the journey than the destination and a river is about the journey okay right? so i suppose so you, know. you don't have anything any point that you're striving to get to no it's just about being on being being on the river and yeah. floating downstream with its rapids and its rough spots and its dangerous rocks and yeah. its calm quiet still water and it's overhanging trees and, and you are enjoying the ride even it's yeah. bump, even though it's a little bit bumpy sometimes and so. it could be a bit bumpy sometimes but uh, that's all part of it you know, once you're on it you're on it right yeah very difficult to get off yeah. right and eventually you do reach the ocean where it all becomes so tell me quiet. in your mind how does your mind work like my mind is always like what am I next step to get somewhere or something? What about your mind? What do you th think about? I don't think so much about the next step. I think about five steps maybe and then think about the four steps that I need to get to that point. Okay. So, um, which is whether it be something on a daily basis or something to do with technology or something trying to be repaired or, or something I want to think about. Um, you uh, imagine the achievement first and then the the steps in order to okay. get to that and work them through. Oh, yeah, so right? you do a, so, like a visualisation? So I, I don't know if you've ever read a Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance, but I read it when I was in my late teens, yeah. and it covers this this kind of aspect of of thinking through steps okay. quite well, yeah. right? It's kind of a pop philosophy book. and But do you enjoy the, the, the moment, even though you have these five steps... If you are a step two, do you enjoy that moment? Um, yes, but these are all moments within moments within steps within bigger steps, right? So <laughs> it's like a you know a word has a beginning and an end, and a sentence has a beginning and end, and yeah. a a paragraph has a beginning and end, and a chapter has a beginning and an end, yeah. and a book has a beginning and an end. Yeah. But all of those things are nested within each other, and that's uh, that's important. So. Yeah. Um, it, when you're constructing something to be a thing, it has it should have a construction of a beginning and an end, but it doesn't mean that it's an end point. It means it's just within a bigger 
set of things that I guess are life owner. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I don't, you know, I, I, I don't desire material, great materiality or wealth. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, obviously I desire comfort and freedom. Yeah. So, and wealth enough in order to achieve those things, in order to have freedom to travel or freedom to uh, not worry yeah. about money or those kind of things. They're important, but not to, you know, to me, a intellectual life or a, a life of knowledge is one that is far more meaningful than one of of gaining bank account. But what about your science, your rock thing and... I don't. I, I probably can't pronounce you. What your job? <laughs> Geology. Geology. Yes. yes. Um, do you have any vision that you want to reach with that? Like, do you have any goal that you want to reach with that? Just well, make... my first twenty odd years was on a career path that took me from you know being a um, a junior underground mine geologist to a stage when I was CEO of a company, and. Um, and each of those have very communal social steps and also lonely steps uh, in there um, to achieve what many would consider a career high to run your own company uh, of like a, a a large you know Australian stock exchange listed company um, also had quite a bit of loneliness I sort of realised once I got to that point that most of the people that actually liked in the industry were the scientists and the geologists and less so the corporate yeah. uh, side of the business uh, even though I felt that I did a pretty reasonable job at times uh, not all decisions were good decisions but I think anybody that says they only make good decisions is is kidding themselves um, mm. so, so you had that corporate yeah so I had, so I had, I had all that, that, that corporate life but it was also a life that was extremely Extremely busy. And it had no room for anything else. Yeah. It had very little room for ukulele or studying or thinking or um, the intellectual pursuits. So. So you made a t decision to change. A change, yeah, I did. It was about just under four years ago now, really, and that's when I started to study some history. Um, but you know, we've also got to eat, right? So mm. you know, my advisory business, which is where I help out two or three other companies. Uh, with their geology and their geological problems and mentoring some of their younger geologists um, that still keeps them pretty active mm -hmm. and busy as well and pays yeah. pays, pays wage mm -hmm. right which mm -hmm. helps the family and helps you know Lee's working too uh, which which is all part of the um, important part of the thing that we need to balance as well mm. and her career is extremely important to her and, and, and mine to me and that's yeah so you already live this life, don't you? Well, yes, pretty much. You know, I just the next stage um, is getting the boys out the door. I don't want to kick them out. Yeah. I'm happy for them to stay close as close as they'd like to be. Um, but uh, to go find their way in the world, yeah. they can do that from home if they want to. Yeah. But to go find uh, what's meaningful for them, yeah. uh, as they grow up, and it's it, it's not always an easy easy quest for anybody uh, at that age and those sort of mid-teens sort of age to think do you remember when you were at their age uh yes but i did have a quite a clear vision about what i wanted to do at that point oh, really? <laughs> i generally have achieved uh, most of that um although i never expected that i'd 
become a historian as well as a geologist. Wow, that's uh, cool that you uh, had a vision back then. Yeah, 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 that's pretty hard work at school. Um, yeah, it was all part of it. But, you know, everyone is different. Some people discover their their passions much later in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and what makes them... Uh, what makes them and what's going to make well, them. Well, I'm, sti- I'm still looking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like I said to you, maybe go studying again. Woof. <laughs> well, you know, I think, well, yeah, but, you know, you're also doing it too, you know, right? You know, yeah, you've got I the am. girls and the girls are, you know, extremely talented and mm. doing their thing and you're doing your podcasts and your mm. affirmations and yeah. uh, all those kind of things. So yeah. you're, you're leading the life, right? Yeah. John Lennon said, life is what happens when we're busy making other plans. Right? Yeah, okay. So, you know, maybe you should stop making too many plans and start you know, realizing that that this is what it is. This is what it is. Yes. Right? So that's what I've been uh, thinking lately. Yeah. These days, I'm not saying the universe will provide because I've been way against my scientific uh, knowledge. The universe doesn't even really know we exist. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Right? Okay. We can't find anybody else that exists in the universe other than human race. So how can we expect that the universe understands that? Yeah. That we are where we are. Um, but the the you know we. We need to plan in the sense to work hard and make sure we can achieve the things we want to achieve, but also need to make sure that we're we're just on the river and they. Do uh, you believe in uh, like or oh, no? Well, because I've been I was listening to a podcast with Akar Tolly and Oprah, and they were talking about. Well, what I'm asking you is, your mind, if you put a happy thought. That's what you get if you put a negative thought. Is that what you get? Because you said like the universe doesn't know when we are sick. Yeah, yeah. So if people want to be happy, should they just think happy thoughts or I don't know? What do? You... Well, I think we can only ever see things from our own point of view. We can never see things from other people's point of view. It's basically impossible, even though yeah. we may try to do that, right? So. You know the uh, what art and art historians would call the artist gaze, or the gaze of their subject, or the or the cartographer or map making can only ever do it from their own yeah. point of view. The same thing goes with ourselves. Now, yeah. of course, to have a happy thought to make a happy life is important, but yeah. I think you have to have the happy life in order to make the happy thought too, right? Okay. So, um, it, I don't know if if you can necessarily force force yourself to be happy you yeah. need to form that happiness not much more around it. it's not just seated from a single point it has to be seated from all the things that make up a person yeah that you, you need to establish a wider because they say consideration. Like, if you want a happy life some people say that then you need to think about something that makes you happy and then you get more of that it sort of makes sense Yeah. You need to think about something that makes you happy. You need to do some things that make you happy, and you need to not do the things that makes you make you unhappy. That's yeah. probably, I mean, surely happiness is the natural state, and unhappiness is the one that we need to uh, stop. So, if you're doing if you're doing something that makes you unhappy, you should stop doing it. I think, and that, that by correlation will make you happy. Maybe we should make it a addiction to be happy. Have it as an addiction. Yeah. So you strive always for more and more and more. It's like alcohol or cigarettes yeah. or food <laughs> yeah. or yeah. whatever. Um, yeah. Or maybe just less and less and less of the things that make you unhappy, right? That's yeah. Uh, yeah. 
because I think that the that to f- to do things that make you unhappy is not self-serving. Mm-hmm. So take them out, yeah. and then the happiness will just come. Rather yeah. than trying to yeah. make the happy. But some people just don't realize that what I'm doing here right now is not getting me anywhere. Um, and they still keep on doing the same things again and again, and yeah. and they un- don't understand why I'm not happy. So, I mean, obviously you're raising children, which is a, uh, you know, it's a, it's a task that takes a huge amount of concentration, right, yes, for any yes, parent. Yes. Uh, it takes a large amount of concentration. Yeah. Um, well, it, I worry. It, it, we, it's we, where you can't, you, it's impossible to be self-centered, to be self-serving yeah. when you're being a parent. Yeah. Uh, so you have to do things for the people because yeah. one of the reasons why the human race is so successful is we make children that are completely dependent upon us until they're not and that takes a long time yeah whereas you know the botanists or the zoologists out there will not the botanists the zoologists will probably correct me here but i think a baby kiwi like kiwi the bird yeah is independent within three days okay uh, but they're born very large mm. whereas we're born with extremely large brains and it takes a little while to fill them up yeah right and to fill them with wisdom and i think that's why the human race has possibly been so successful uh, in terms of its things that may, a lot of people may not consider success, but in terms of being its domination over the land and air and sea, mm. um, is being driven by the fact that we spend a long time learning before we're ready. Yeah. Right? So it's but that's the thing is, though, what <laughs> many parents don't realise is that their thoughts and actions... That's what your child is going to take with them to their future. And they don't realize that they're miserable when they are miserable and all of that. And yeah. if they have a lot of that in their life, that's just how their kids are going to... Yeah, no, it's quite a lot of our thoughts and actions that our children will take. But yeah. as we know, we're raising teenagers, they'll generally do the opposite as well, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, they don't yes. always do yes. precisely what we expect them or what we require of them. But I yeah. think that that's a good thing, you know, we talk, yeah. talk about the generations uh, yeah. like you know gen x or baby boomers or whatever and that you know we see got a lot of hope for the post millennials they yeah. don't they don't hate the same as previous generations no, so right so yeah. they don't you know they're 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 not as gendered or um prejudice yeah right some of them are of course mm, and, yeah. and they're probably getting that from their parents and being duly influenced or they've had some kind of life effect that has caused that to happen but they're, they're hating less, and certainly within our society, our little microcosm of Fremantle is a little bit yeah. insulated, perhaps, yeah. to see that. Um, but That's um, what it's, they call awakening, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to imagine Germany now starting mm. world wars, yeah. right? Yeah. And is it because they've learned, if they just followed, if the if the baby boomers follow the same ethos as their parents, then there'd be warmongers and haters and fascists, but they didn't. But then again, Uh, education is really good for people, for the generation to make changes and make it better. Yeah, education and a wide variety of viewpoints. Yeah. You know, I worry about media which is part of our education system, right? So yes. the news media is part of our education system, not just talking about strictly about schools, but um, we see such polarised media now. We yeah. don't see objective yeah. 
News reporting, we're reporting one side or the other, generally. Yeah, and it, uh, generally it's the what's horrible happening. Yeah, so those that believe one particular side of politics or one particular viewpoint will generally gravitate towards the news media that's going to tell them that. So it ends up creating that, you know, developing that further yeah. in there. So, you know, these are some of the things that, that do add the challenge. Whilst I've got great hope for the post-millennials, they're the challenges, the things we don't understand yet. Mm-hmm. The The... The world seems smaller with the connectivity, but possibly seems larger mm. geographically. Oh. Um, it'd be great to see a world without borders, yeah. right? Without people saying, "This is my patch, mm. and you're not one of me, mm-hmm. so you're not allowed in it." Paradise on Earth—that's what I'm striving for, and that's why I used my affirmations yeah. to uh, have people changing their habits yeah. of thinking into positive rather than negative. Yeah. Any last words? <laughs> Sounds like you're about to execute me. Uh, wisdom? <laughs> Some kind of wisdom? Um, no, I... Yes, I have no wisdom. It's just... Uh, uh, yeah, thank you for having me on the podcast. Well, I enjoyed that. And I'll tell you, Darren, like you, you surprised me when I saw you first. I didn't... Yes, so you blew my mind. <laughs> well, it's that's not it's a not, compliment. Yeah, it's not necessarily a comfortable thing for me to do is draw pictures of my future, Una. I've generally drew it more of the present, but we'll see, we'll see how well, it goes. I love it. your art piece. So right. thanks for being here. All right. All right. This is Una from au. Remember to subscribe so you receive the latest and follow and all of those things. So have a nice day. Namaste.